Welcome to another message from Citizen Heights. We are located in the nation's capital, where our heart is to inspire hope, remove limitations, and help you experience God's possible for your life. Join Pastors Michael and Heather Giroux in their passion to help you live your best life. We hope you enjoy today's encouraging and uplifting message. Welcome to the final worship experience, the grand finale of 2020 here at Citizen Heights. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you're all cozy on this fine Sunday. I imagine right now you you look great, you smell reasonably good, you're cozied up enjoying friends and family. Someone said to me the other day, 2020 was the longest three years of their lives. Come on, it felt long, right? But we made it, can you believe it? And one of the many unexpected things of 2020 is you've been able to see Heather and I each week come into your home along with all of our physical transformations. That's right, much much like COVID caterpillars going through different stages of metamorphosis, there was the a lot of different stages, right? We, we hit the let's eat because we're stuck inside all day stage. Did anybody go through that stage? Yeah, and then there was the let's get in shape so we can blow everyone's mind when we come out of quarantine stage. You know, we just imagined everybody saying, you look amazing. And then there was the Netflix binge watching bloodshot eyes stage. Uh, Just too much screen time for all of us. And of course, then there was the reversion back to the eating stage. Come on, there were a lot of stages to 2020, and I predict 2021 will be the year of global shortages in the elastic and spandex supply lines all over. So so that's a hot stock tip for you right there, anybody in the futures market. But wow, it's been a year, right? And if 2020 had arrived at my doorstep in a box, I would not have opened it. And only having nine actual in-person church worship experiences, it was a lot. It was a lot to go through. 2020 would have, would have probably been returned to sender. But the Bible says, each day is the Lord's. And the Bible says that this is the day the Lord has made. And it follows that each day, each month, and every year is also in his hands. So while God did not cause this pandemic or the upheaval of 2020, Neither has he left us to face it alone. We have his compassion and his care and his provision. And if you look closely, even at 2020 with eyes of faith, you're gonna find days and moments in this year where God worked his goodness and his purpose for your life. So I wanna take today, right now, to look back on 2020, but I wanna look with a faith filter. Today we're doing a little different format so we can hear from people within our community. We're calling it the unexpected blessings of 2020. Now I know we could go on and on, and I'm sure people will, about the hardships and the headaches and the heartbreaks. And there's a place for sorrow and lament. But today, today, come on, I want to put on our faith filter. I want to find the unexpected blessings of 2020. I think that's what worship looks like. 
Sure, we could look at the negative or what went wrong or the size of our enemy or the inventory of what we lost, but instead, I'm going to magnify the Lord and I'm gonna get a closer look at God's goodness through his unexpected deliverance and his unexpected providence in 2020. Today's worship experience is going to be worship testimonial testimonial worship. We're going to celebrate the unexpected grace, the unexpected mercy, the unexpected successes and mountaintops and miracle moments. And you're going to hear some of uh, the amazing stories from people in our church about what God did in 2020. You know, we started 2020 with this faith declaration, this belongs to God. You remember that? And at the time, we didn't know we were going to need uh, that faith declaration to anchor us but I've got good news for you today. It still belongs to God. Come on, your life belongs to God, your work, your family, your relationships, and all the honor and glory and thanks and praise belongs to God. Because I'm ending 2020 the way I started it, with my hope in God. Come on, are you with me? It might be a sacrifice of praise, you might not feel it, you might not see it, but God is the strength of your life and there are ways he came through for you in this year that you might not even be aware of until you see the videotape in heaven. Come on, the ways God came through, the, way, the ways that God provided before you knew you had a need, the ways God protected before you knew the danger, the ways God empowered your life, and you didn't even know how you were gonna keep going because giving up seemed to make more sense, but God got you through. Come on, our hope is in God. This still belongs to God and all the honor and glory and thanks and praise belongs to God. So right now, I wanna get Heather to join me. She's my ride or die, my tried and true Mia Moore, my helpmate, my bae, as the kids say. And uh, we are excited to have um, opportunity today to look back. That's right. Hey everyone, we're so excited to spend some time with you today and look back on God's unexpected blessings. Yeah. It's so good to be here. I love that theme and I love the families and the voices who will be sharing their stories today. Yeah, and, and we made it through December. That's right. On did. a personal <laughs> note, we made it through December. Mm -hmm. uh, four kids, mm -hmm. two December birthdays. Yes. So that's some coordination. A, a yeah. new campus purchased, right. a new campus being so renovated, exciting. and a puppy. Jesus help us. It, we, <laughs> so, so it's been a great year, a full <laughs> year through the filter of faith. So how, how was Christmas for you? <laughs> let's ask them. They give, let's ask them. Let's ask the people. Take a minute right now. We want to know your favorite moment or your favorite gift, what exactly that was. And let us know right now in the chat. And yeah. while you do that, good. make sure that you send a link to one or two friends. Someone out there needs to be encouraged today. They do. Good segue. Great transition. <laughs> so invite someone right now. And then go ahead. Let's worship with us. Share with us. Prayer requests. If you need a pastoral moment, um, go ahead and, and, and some... Uh, what do they do? They talk to the host and That's the right. pastors and the That's leaders right. online right now. Uh, give with, with us today through the online giving link. Look back with us and give thanks with us for the unexpected blessings of 2020. I think as we hear these stories, they're really going to inspire all of us uh, to see a few things that God did and how he worked all things together for good for your good, for our good. That's right. I believe that our faith is gonna be inspired today and I can't wait to get started. So take a moment, send the invites, yep. uh, you know, send the link, get into the chat yep. and we'll be back with a very special Sunday, the unexpected blessings of 2020, right after this. Really? <laughs> 
Hello everybody, I'm Sam. And I'm Lou. And we're the Atkin family. We recently joined Citizen Heights in July 2020. We found out about Citizen Heights on social media. I was on Instagram searching for churches and I came across CH. And I was so impressed with the content, namely the diversity. So impressed that I was encouraged to check out the online experience and I had an awesome experience. And he invited me to tune in and I found that in a season where I could have disconnected, Citizen Heights really met me where I was and fulfilled my needs in the season. So we're the Akin family, from our house to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. So we've got some very special guests with us today to share a bit of their story. We've got Charles and Lesion McKeever. Uh, they're a big part of Citizen Heights. They both serve on our citizen group leadership team. Charles is one of our main drummers and an engineer genius. Lesion is part of our children's ministry and works in daycare and in the daycare industry. And of course they have Charlotte and only a few weeks ago, beautiful little Laurel, a beautiful family of four. Let's welcome and thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you for awesome. having thank us. Thank you for excited to be here. We are very excited to have you. Um, so what I wanna do is, first of all, uh, have you tell us a little bit about your 2020. We're talking about the unexpected blessings. And uh, I know God was up to a lot of uh, adventurous, provision and uh, a lot of transition in 2020 for you. So why don't you share a little bit of your story? Sure. Um, I think it kind of started out with a job change for me. Like earlier, um, last year I knew I was looking for something to spend a little bit more time with family. Um, and I made a shift into the daycare industry where I could have that, you know, set start and end time of the day. Great. Yeah. Um, but making that shift was like a big pay cut. It was like, a lot of change and uncertainty right. and I applied for a pre-k a pre-kindergarten teacher position and they immediately got back to me saying you know I didn't have the education for that specific position right um, but that they would interview me for the infants or the younger kids where I didn't need that education degree right um, and I, I thought you know what it's worth a shot I went for the interview and I walked out of there and I said I don't think this is for me. Mm. And I, I prayed about it and I said, God, this is absolutely just in your hands. Yeah. And they got back to me that same day saying that they wanted me to come back for the preschool. So just a little bit younger than the age group that I was applying for. Right. And after that, I was like, I love this. And they came oh, back wow. with an offer within the week. And it was a little less than I had asked for but I probably would have taken it. And I told them, you know, we just need to think about this a little bit. Yeah. And they came in with an even higher offer. Wow, As like, yes, praise God, this yeah. is absolutely what we need. We looked over the finances, this is what we could do. Right. So it was a huge blessing stepping into that job. Yes. Um, but the unexpected thing came when, when COVID hit, the company furloughed over 50 people. Wow. 
and I was one of them, which didn't come as a surprise because I was three months into you know a new job. Right. So obviously they're sticking with the teacher who's been there for ten years rather than the three month teacher. Um, so I had planned to be home with Charlotte for quite a while, a couple months probably. Right. And six days later, I got a call to go back to work and to be the pre-kindergarten teacher, the position I had initially applied for in the first place and wasn't qualified for, I was now qualified for. <laughs> you were right? qualified. So it was like... The qualifications kind of floated away once yes. they just needed people there doing But it's jobs. only six days later. But only yes. six days of being into furlough, I got called back, oh which goodness. was really unexpected. Um, it was just enough time to potty train Charlotte. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was really a big blessing, and then I ended up in the position I wanted, you know. And from there, it just grew into being the kindergarten teacher for a little bit until... Wow the kindergarten teacher came back from maternity leave and God has just moved me around in the school and qualified me for all of these things and shown me and built my knowledge and my wisdom with these different age groups mm -hmm. so it's been such a huge blessing in a time where we didn't know what this year was going to hold or this job change was going to hold yeah. and it's just been magnificent that's so, amazing you know what when, when God provides sometimes he meets a known need or something that we've been praying for and sometimes he he fulfills the desire of your heart Absolutely. that you didn't even know yourself no, it was there exactly and i've heard it said so many times that god calls the unqualified mm. right or he qualifies the unqualified mm -hmm. and he showed me that this year like i came into this job thinking i was going to be set as this preschool teacher and he shifted me around and he's qualified me in all these different areas wow that i wouldn't have gotten otherwise yeah. i love so, it what a it's a powerful reminder that the limits that we perceive about ourselves or Absolutely. even that others uh, superimpose on us yes. god in a moment can change a heart move a mountain and open a door Absolutely. so that's amazing so that's a very tangible thing yes. uh, what else was 2020 for the, for the mckeever household mm -hmm. uh, so the next big thing for us this year was a new home uh, so we've been in a home search kind of on and off for about a year and a half yeah. Um, when we see something we're interested in, we put in offers at various times, yeah. prayed over it, and we've been accepting. If it didn't come through, that wasn't the place for us, and we've understood that. Yeah. Right. Um, so we had actually some very interesting timing with Home of Our Own. When the campaign started up, we gave um, what was significant to us, but it was out of uh, you know a big pot of savings uh, for a wow. down payment. Wow. That's a step um, of faith. It is. And wow. The so. Shortly after that, I think within a week or two weeks, we found out that that offer was accepted. Um, so we felt called to give a follow-up offering sort of to thank, um, I, I guess to recognize where that blessing came from. Uh, we took amazing. Financial Peace University through the church earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, God's really blessed our finances through this year to put us in a position to be able to do that. Um, yeah. So the year of 2020, a year of increase yes. financially, mm -hmm. yeah. generosity, and a home for your family. Yeah, we, we were super excited about home of our own, um, about the Dallas campus, because that's closer to where we live. Right, because you, you live know, in Loudoun. We live in Centerville. Fairfax. Centerville. Fairfax yes. County. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, we, we were excited about home of our own and decided to step out and give a little bit more than, you know, what might have felt comfortable for us at that right. point. Right. But then a house showed up that we were like, oh, we might just check it out. And God blessed us with that house, knowing that that's exactly what we needed. And the timing was so, oh so perfect. Um, and we're so thankful because then it made it easier to step out 
that next giving was the harder giving, the more sacrificial giving. Right. We had just given all our money to a house. <laughs> and we're like, where are we and the good thing when you, so long? But when you buy a house, there's never any other expenses. No. No, of course not. There's no tidal wave. Never mind wave. the leak we just had to fix in our house, right? right? Setting in our, everything up. In our up. house we've been in for a month. But God has been faithful through all of it, um, oh blessing our finances. Um, but we, taking that financial piece, has allowed us to be good stewards of our money. Yeah. Yeah. And that has shown us how, you know, giving to God. You say all the time that 90% in God's hand is a, a lot better than 100% in our own hands. Wow. Yeah. And we have seen that this year. That's, isn't it amazing when you live it? Yes. Yeah. Nobody can convince you otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a parade of miracles in God's provision. Yeah. Um, but I think there's, is there anything else? 2020, what a great year. Yeah. <laughs> but but was, was there one more thing? Yeah, we, um, in the 21 days of prayer in January, right before we knew what this year was going to hold in terms of the pandemic, um, we knew we wanted another baby. So we started praying in those 21 days of prayers. We wrote it on the This Belongs to God wall. On the wall, right over there. Right over there. Oh my goodness. Um, we wrote a new baby in 2020. What? And we just had Laurel on the 28th of November. And she's right over here. And she's right over there. You might hear her peep once in a while. <laughs> she sounds like a perfect little, just fluttering once yeah, in a while. She's she's amazing and a perfect blessing in addition to our family. Like, wow. We didn't even know we needed her yeah. as much as we do. Yeah, so that is we're fantastic. just super thankful. Um, it's definitely been a year of so much increase for us. That yeah. is great. Well, um, coming. I want to thank you. Um, for, for sharing your story and for inspiring all of our faith together uh, and joining us today to share that because um, when we trust in the Lord, it doesn't mean everything's going to look right on the outside. And sometimes it, it, there's going to be upheaval and there's going to be uh, tough moments. Being furloughed is not the news you want to get when you get a new job. But when God turns it around, whether it's six days or six months, God is still in control um, of your story and as we trust him uh, he's going to continue to care for us so let's go ahead let's keep the conversation going on uh, you can chat you can add what God has taught you what God has done for you what God has shown you what God has provided for you and let's stay tuned for more of a look back on the unexpected blessings of 2020 right after this hello Citizen Heights this is the Wazars I'm Jean-Michel Okay, so we arrived in February 2020, Washington, and... Then after that, the lockdown happened. Oh no. And so we were able to find a wonderful Citizen Heights group that met online, um, and they were actually a real lifeline for us, as we didn't know anybody when we first came to DC. So God really blessed us in finding a community of believers to, to worship with. Yes, and so we're talking to you right now from our new house in Washington, and we're looking forward to 2021. So from our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Welcome back everybody. And uh, man, I just love the testimony that we just heard so and that interview. And it's just already beginning to inspire faith. And I like the direction in this format, in this filter that we're grabbing hold of today. So let's continue with this idea. And I want to do a segment right now called, What Did God Say? Are you, are you ready for it? Yes, that sounds great. I'm ready. Okay, Let's so do it. I, uh, I thought you would like it because I've known, uh, obviously I've known you for a very long yes, time. Yes, you have. And uh, <laughs> we went to the same youth group back mm -hmm. in the 1980s. 
And fellas, ladies, if you're looking for a good attribute, uh, if you're scanning the landscape for spousal potential right now, and you want a Jesus loving, of course, you want a fine looking, uh, but if I can make a recommendation, what you really want is a note taking spouse, a spouse who takes notes. Find somebody who's in church on Sunday and taking notes because this lady next to me, uh, Heather Wells at the time that yes. I met her, in church, in youth, always taking notes. And that's important because the Bible says over and over, remember what God said, mm -hmm. remember what God did, remember the boundary stones and the foundation stones. Yeah. The Bible talks about writing it down, rehearsing it to yourself and retelling it to others, right? That's right, because the things that God speaks to you in the light, you're gonna need that word when things get cloudy and dark and stormy in the middle of whatever storm there is, you just need to remember. I love it, and I think yeah. you have embodied uh, making sure that you don't lose the moment that God mm -hmm. is saying something. God is saying something to you for a reason, right. and uh, it's worth recording and writing down. So, so this is we didn't write it and we didn't record it down, right. but that's this segment. What did God say? Right. And I want to look back at 2020. We're going to go down memory lane just for a minute. Um, because it's important. So do you remember how we started 2020? Yes, I do actually. Okay. We had an epic vision day, which for me always sets the tone each year. And we had this explosive worship opener I moment that yeah. is unforgettable. And yeah. the piano with all the mirrors on yep. it up, up, in the balcony, up in the balcony. Yep. People stacked in the seats. Yeah. Carlos was singing, and then Mark did the awesome guitar. Yeah, you know what a guitar is? It's like half the, guitar, half back keyboard. Back in the day, that's right. So we debuted that song, Come Alive, Dry Bones, and we yeah. introduced a series that we believed was really the theme for this year. It really was a moment where God was saying something, and it was incredible. That's you know? incredible, yeah. So that's incredible. Do you remember <laughs> what God said? The series was called, from Vision Day, A right. Sound in the Valley. And uh, it was awake, yep. arise, assemble. And I get goosebumps when I think of it because it really was this prophetic moment and declaration of yeah. things to come and what God was saying to prepare us to, na to navigate that season. That's good. And I, I love what God spoke through those first three weeks because we've rehearsed yeah. <laughs> those three weeks so we can you know, review them right now for you, church, what we just talked about. But yeah. because I think there was something so powerful here. Week one, uh, let me just start there, was yeah. awake. Right. Right? How God's future for you is not limited by what's doable today. It's shaped by what's doable for God, not yeah. for me and my own power. And then yeah. week two um, Yeah, was week arise. two was arise. Yeah. So it, week one was awake. Mm -hmm. Week two was arise. And that was essentially what happens in my valley is in God's hands, but it's influenced by what's in my mouth. Mm -hmm. So I liked, I liked that week because yes, it's in God's hands, but I have a part to play. And uh, so the We Arise week, we really talked about how important it is that our words, how important our words are, and that we, f we fill them with faith, and right. we um, obey what God says, and we speak in faith in the valley. Right, and then week three was assemble, and God gives us a vision of him, and it always includes others. Right. So God's vision always includes that personal stuff for us, but it also kind of flows out of us to others. And um, yeah. as we rehearse this 
series or review it. It wasn't just a powerful start to 2020, but it was a prophetic one. Yeah, I believe that. It's amazing. I totally agree because God's not surprised by what took place this year. And I would even go so far as to say that he gave us a glimpse in January of what was to come and even helped prepare us for the year ahead. So Mm -hmm. those words, they still ring true to us right now as we get ready to close out 2020 and we head into 2021, which I believe is going to be one of our greatest years ever. Um, but the same, the same um, truth to awake, to arise, to assemble uh, in the midst of the valley, God is still speaking, right? Yeah, and it wasn't just that series. I feel like all throughout the year, the Holy Spirit has highlighted through the many different series and speakers a few themes over and over again. We mm-hmm. had that message um, that you did about rallying in the valley, yeah. uh, knowing that God is with us no matter what we're going through and how God gives us what we need in every season. Yeah. So, yeah. so good. I, I agree. I, I remember that one or two weeks of that one series we did called In Perilous Times. You remember that yeah. series? Yeah. And uh, I remember thinking, that sounds too ominous of a right. title, In Perilous Times. Mm-hmm. And I wrestled with it, but I felt uh, faith for the moment. And I think that was when we maybe all first realized this was different. What we were going right. through in 2020 right. was different uh, than anything that maybe we had been through before. And we discussed how God's people are at their best when the world is at its worst. Mm -hmm. And we talked about uh, keys in walking in faith when the world is gripped with fear. That's right. And so In Perilous Times was another one that I think, I look back on and I go, I'm glad I'm taking notes, God, because what you say is not just for a moment, you're building, not just building for something, you're building me, you're building me personally, you're building my faith. And expanding our capacity, you know, to yeah. trust him. Because as we're talking about this, maybe some of you want to flip through your own notebook and throw out your favorite repeatable or your favorite yeah. series or favorite thing that God spoke to you. It's such a good idea at the end of the year to look back and 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 see what God was speaking. Right. You know, Not just yourself. take inventory yeah. of of loss, which there was. Right. Not just take inventory of of need or just yeah. you know maybe maybe unexpected moments right. of discouraging, uh, you know. Yeah. Not enough or or the job or yeah. health, but taking a moment right now to say, what is a repeatable? Mm-hmm. What are some of the foundation stones? Because honestly, one of one of my favorite series that we did this past year as we continue to walk through yeah. uh, was entitled We the Church. Good. And uh, we were it's basically a series where we declared our dependence on God and our dependence on one another. And I generally get pretty excited whenever you talk about the church, but this series was one of my favorites because we had faith declarations, like these prayers, these petitions that we were praying together as a church. And they were so powerful and are so powerful. And if you haven't seen them or declared them daily, uh, you need to go back on our website and check them out. Matter of fact, maybe right now one of our great hosts online could post that link for you to check Mm -hmm. out because these prayer declarations, they're not just for hopeless times or bad days. I would say we need them every day. That's good. Daily declarations where we are simply agreeing with God. We're weaving scriptures into our prayers and our petitions. That's good. And something that I look back on with gratitude and at the same time, like a solemn sense of responsibility was really the national awakening to racial injustice for us, you know, as a nation. And as a church, we waded into the imperfect, difficult waters of discussing this at a community level. And um, you led us in a series of conversations on race and relations. And we talked about how we as the body of Christ can be unified in him, Mm -hmm. showing up for one another, learning 
from and supporting those in our community yeah. who were especially feeling this, our, our black and brown family yeah. that, that needed to hear from us and needed to continually, you know, hear that we could see them and although maybe we don't understand that we're with them. Right, there's so many nuances yeah. and I was so proud of our church. I was so grateful for the voices yeah. of people within our church who made themselves vulnerable. Right. People who came and, and became part of that conversation, yeah. they shared their story and they shared their experience. And we took five weeks to right. discuss and to listen and yeah. to learn and it merged into several uh, lament prayer meetings yeah. that were powerful times. And if you don't know, behind the scenes, it really also yeah. led to something that's not quite ready yet for prime time, but it launched discussions on what we can do as a church to continue to be those who bring racial healing mm -hmm. and racial reconciliation. So we really hope to have something ready to roll out in early 2021 that will help provide a framework for moving forward together. But I agree, that was yeah. one of those humbling, solemn mm -hmm. uh, moments as a nation, yeah. as a church, where we kind of keyed in and, and leaned in, and it's we're not done, we're, right. we're really just beginning. Yeah, it's a lifetime of work, you know, that we have ahead of us, but we're committed to the journey um, as a church family and, of course, you know, as individuals. So uh, one thing we talked about that really helped continue the conversation on race and reconciliation for me personally was the series Love Thy Neighbor. That oh, was powerful. Yep. Love we, Thy Neighbor. Yeah, we talked about who our neighbor really is and practical ways to love them, obviously. We call it, uh, we called the series, uh, we put the point, but the point is for God to deposit the truth in our hearts that it's something that we become. Yeah. Something that we live. Right, I agree. So, That's really there, powerful. There was so many uh, opportunities in Love Thy Neighbor, that mm -hmm. series, to get practical yeah. and, and let it be something that continues. And so right. I hope it does. Uh, these are not, again, these are not moments that we visited and we move on from. These right. are things we become together. And, That's right. and when, I might, when I ask myself, what did God say in 2020? I want to have an answer. Right. I want to recognize right. that this was this wasn't a wasted year. Yeah. You know, this wasn't a wasted year for you. This didn't belong to the devil or disease or some economic downturn or anything else. God revealed things Amen. about me in 2020 and about you. He worked right. on other things in me in 2020. He worked through me in That's 2020 right. just like he did with you. So I'm thankful that we serve a God who sees beyond where we're at right now mm -hmm. and speaks truth and prepares us for what's to come while also walking it all out with us. Right. Well, we can't wait to hear how God spoke to you, what God said, and he's got something special for you again today. So we want to prepare you for our next guest, um, John and Kathy, in just a few minutes, they're, and their three beautiful boys who are no strangers to the Citizen Heights community are gonna be with us. They attend the Tinley Town campus. Kathy owns a social media and marketing business, and John is in the Air Force. And uh, I'm gonna go join them right now. We're so glad to have them with us today, so make sure you join us right after this. Home of Our Own is an annual campaign that enables the expansion of Citizen Heights into new neighborhoods, communities, and cities within the Washington metro area. Our Home of Our Own campaign is all about us believing, giving, and sacrificing together for God's next steps of destiny as the Citizen Heights Church family continues to walk in Jesus' mandate as we all go into the world. Home of Our Own is positioning Citizen Heights for the purchase and development of a new Virginia campus in the Dulles Corridor of Northern Virginia. This 12,000 square foot building 
located at 25350 Poland Road, has 6.58 acres of land that allows more room for growth and expansion. With great visibility from the street and easy access from several major roadways, this campus allows for guests and families from Dulles, Fairfax, and Loudoun County to make Citizen Heights their new church home. The Poland Road site offers so many opportunities to reach people and provide a place for now, but with space to expand for what God has next. Thank you, Citizen Heights, for giving generously and sacrificially to make a room for others. Together, let's engage, let's pray, let's prepare, and let's give in obedience to what God has called each and every one of us to do. And together, we will watch as God takes our obedience and does the miraculous. Every one of us able to say, I was part of this miracle moment. My name is Tammy Dada, and I've been a member of Citizen Heights Church for about nine years now. I started my path to entrepreneurship in May of 2019. Amazingly, I was looking forward to an amazing 2020, but just like everyone else, no one expected the year to be the way it has been. However, God is forever faithful to His Word. He's uh, told us, hey, He will never leave nor forsake us, and that's actually been my story, it's been my testimony. Throughout the entire year, God provisionally made everything that I needed available, and even more amazingly, He set me up for the first commercial real estate development project that my company is embarking on. Um, it's sincerely a miracle. So, Knowing that this happened in a year where there's a lot of uncertainty, I could not be more grateful for God. I could not be more grateful for my church, Citizen Heights Church. So from my family to yours, wishing everyone a very Merry Christmas and a happy 2021. Hello again. We are here with John and Kathy Dixon. Hey, guys. Hi. Thank you so much for coming out in person today to talk with us about your year. We're talking about the unexpected blessings of 2020 and your story is so compelling you've had quite a busy year uh, new baby uh, career <laughs> promotions and expansion financial breakthrough mm -hmm. why don't you just take a minute and tell us some of the highlights of this year um, so I mean you recapped it so beautifully uh, <laughs> John has been finishing up his schooling. He started at 29 and mm -hmm. six years later went from high school diploma to master's and finished it up right around the beginning of March. Um, we just had a newborn, he's almost a month old, he's doing great, our third little boy. And um, we've also been doing the debt repayment journey for five years now and so from 90K to um, down to 27 right now. And just really, it's taken a long time to get there, but we sort of see the finish line yeah. um, getting closer and closer. But as we were sort of talking about what the breakthroughs or what the unexpected blessings of, these, of this year was, it's not so much the accomplishments as it was the internal shifts, I think that happened mm. for us, or some of the more uh, confirmations that we've sort of felt like we've gotten throughout the year. And so, yeah, yeah. so. Um, my stuff, but then also Kathy, just based out of necessity of everything that happened this year, had to really shift her business, shift her focus in her yeah. business, uh, kind of downsize a lot, um, but continue to keep it running and continue to keep it moving all through March, April, May, June, um, as slim as possible, and then rebounding again in July and August and coming back full circle, but mm -hmm. um, still making it work, still finding time to virtual learn with mm -hmm. Daniel and uh, <laughs> just maintain the house so in real, general. So real, yeah. Um, and then we had a lot of um, kind of in, 
inside the house projects because we had to refocus our, our efforts on what we can do in our home. Mm -hmm. um, so we've uh, created a school room for Daniel, a playroom for the boys, a personal office for Kathy, and we're working on a gym now. So we did all of that, but um, we did want to highlight just the, the mindset changes and the, mm -hmm. the, the downsizing in our, in our worlds, in our communities, in our focus, um, to just be really thankful, um, to be secure mm -hmm. in God and mm -hmm. his coverage and in his uh, protection of us mm -hmm. and then also to be confident and satisfied with the blessings that we are getting mm -hmm. not the things that we are wanting mm -hmm. right right I, I think it's interesting that a year that has not been marked by peace we're walking out of this year with peace mm -hmm. and you know it, it took a lot of effort to for i think for all of us just like to get through the front half of this right mm -hmm. like not the not knowing the the what's gonna happen, how are things gonna change. And then somewhere around late summer, John and I kind of got to a place where we we're like, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Like we're just gonna choose faith mm -hmm. over fear. Mm -hmm. We're going to literally turn the TVs off, turn the phones off. Turn the Instagram off, and turn like, the Facebook off. <laughs> there was so much noise, right? Yeah. And we feel yeah. like we felt like we couldn't hear God with all the other opinions and talks and feelings and mm -hmm. it just became too much, right? Yeah. And so I feel like that was real a real defining moment for us where we said, okay, we're gonna walk it out how we feel we're supposed to walk it out. And that wasn't popular with everybody, right? Because right. we had our own way of doing things yeah. and our own feelings about certain mm -hmm. situations. But we were able to go to bed each night, right, at peace mm -hmm. with how we were leading our family. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, the values that we wanted to instill, the voices so that we good. wanted to hear. Yeah. And so again, like I think a year that could very easily be tallied up by accomplishments, it's, mm -hmm. that's really not the biggest part for us this year. It's, yeah. it's more so the internal peace. Right. Walking out, you know. The byproduct of an internal transformation yeah. that is now visible around you. Yeah. <laughs> in other things. Yeah. That's really amazing because that's really how it happens. I think in 2020, um, you know, that scripture that talks about everything that's shaken mm -hmm. is shaken so that what's real yep. remains. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about faith and just that being your foundation, your bedrock, nothing, it's not perfect. It doesn't mean it's perfect, no, you know, no. it just, but it is there mm -hmm. and you cling to it and it, and it's, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know, that refocus, that reaffirming yeah. of the, the core pieces of our life. So the community that we yeah. do have, the community that, that is strong, that is always there for us. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, family members, the people, mm -hmm. the, the family members, mm -hmm. you know, uh, family members <laughs> yes. that are all here for us. Right. Um, because that's what counts. That's what God yeah. put us in community for. And it just further emphasized the importance of you and Pastor mm -hmm. Michael. Um, people like uh, Pastor Wager and uh, Melissa, mm -hmm. Pastor Wager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how important they yeah. are. I mean, David delivering our third son. Uh, yeah, less than a amazing. month ago, um, you know, and it, it, it reaffirmed those relationships that we have That's and, good. and made those people that I think God put in our lives for yes. a reason. And maybe we weren't giving the due credence to mm -hmm. or, or, or focusing enough on, mm -hmm. gave them an opportunity to speak back into us. Yeah. Uh, and then just solid center yeah. foundation for 2021. Cause I mean, we can only go from here, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
Please, God. (laughs) That's so good, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing your story. I know it's going to be encouragement. I know it's an encouragement to me. I know everyone who's watching is going to be so encouraged to hear and just to believe because the truth is God has more for each of us. Mm -hmm. He has that next thing for each of us as we continue to just believe and hold on to faith, to trust him and to move forward um, as he speaks to our hearts and leads us in in the way that he has for us. So thank you so much. And uh, we we really appreciate it. It's awesome. Church will be right back after this. Heart for the House is our once a year offering over and above our normal giving, where everyone in our church can play a significant role. Giving to Heart for the House is a sacred moment where we empower our church to do the extra things God has put on our heart. Citizen Heights, partner with us by giving to Heart for the House, and together we can make a big difference to help those most vulnerable. To find out more about all of our Heart for the House initiatives for 2020, check out the Heights Foundation page at citizenheights.com. Sometime last year, my best friend of 48 years had a dream that she needed to introduce me to a widower in her congregation in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We, uh, we did meet, took a while for us to finally get together, and when my company miraculously sent me to Pittsburgh for five and a half weeks in the middle of COVID. Well, nothing to do but talk, watch TV, eat. We got to know each other very well. We are now uh, planning our lives together. And sadly, my friend lost her battle with breast cancer uh, just a couple of months ago. But the Lord knew that, and he gave me Bell. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I'm live at the This Belongs to God wall, and I'm just reading a few of these, and I'm so blessed by the faith of those who brought the requests and put it in God's hands. You can see here behind me just a few of the prayer requests that have been submitted this year here on this wall. You know, we had a similar one also in our Virginia campus. So many of you offered a prayer request and prayed over these requests and added your faith to those who shared on the wall. How amazing is it to see the heart of unity that our community has for God to answer big faith-filled prayers. God has heard every prayer. And I'm going to bring David and Guyana Davila, our online campus pastors, all the way from Africa. Guys, we're praying this works. Can you hear me? Yes. Well, it sounds like it's working. We hear you and we agree. That's right. We serve a God who hears and answers prayer. And we wanted to highlight just a few powerful prayer requests that were answered this year. We can't possibly mention all of them, but we encourage you right now, share your testimony on the chat, type it in. We want to hear how God has blessed you this year. That's right. So if God has provided a home, if God has healed you, if God has come through for you, in any way, if you've gotten married, Put you, a ring a date, on it. you graduated, yes. tell us in the chat. That's right. And for those of you who are still believing, we want to encourage you to keep asking God for big things. He won't fail you. That's right. And you know, there have been just so many requests submitted for healthy pregnancies this year. And we've had no shortages of miracle babies Amen. for many families in our church. That's right. We've also heard testimonies of new jobs, the preservation of jobs, yeah. even promotions. So good. Others in a difficult season of un- employment have seen God's provision yeah. because God is so faithful. That's our 
our God. And you know, one particular testimony that many of us have been praying for is that of Marcus and Anna That's Albrighter. Right. That's right. Right. Our community prayed with them for um, their sweet baby. And just this year, yes. sweet Back baby Elena. That's right. In yes. September, sweet baby Elena was born. She is now two and a half months old. And she's and precious. She's precious. Yes. So beautiful. And truly a part of our church's grand testimony. Come on. There are also quite a few testimonies on prayers for homes. We saw that on our, the back wall of our church where this belongs yeah. to God. We just heard the McKeever story, but there's so many testimonies of God's provision right. from the Cabreras, yeah. God's favor over them, purchasing a new home, yeah. Rachel and Rebecca Roberts. They just Amazing. went to closing a few weeks ago. We're so excited. There's so many stories out there and there are probably so many more that we're, we're excited to hear from because God has been faithful in this area. He has been for sure. And you know, there were a lot of prayer requests this year um, asking for healing for good health and in a year where we're all dealing with a global pandemic, health mm -hmm. is on our mind. And so with that, we've got one more story for you. That's right. We all know and love LaShawn Doolittle. She's such a pillar in our church and she brought a prayer request to us earlier this year for her younger sister, Janice. Yeah. Um, she went don to donate plasma and the doctors came back with a report that based on the levels of protein in her blood, it was likely that she had leukemia. Well, we all prayed, we rallied around together and after seven tests, the doctors came back shocked that every single one was clear. Incredible. That is what our God does. So, does. so thankful for our God who answers our prayers. And you know, for a church that will believe with us for the big things, yeah. you know, as, as we look back and we have all these cares, concerns, needs, and desires, church, we want to encourage you to remember that all those things, they belong to God. And Amen. he's got us, he is faithful, and he will not fail us. Amen. That's so good. So that's all from us from West Africa. Right. We're sending it off back to you in Tenley Town, DC. Back to you, Pastor Heather. How amazing is it to get to share just a few of the ways that God has shown up in our community this year. He is so faithful. Stay tuned for a few more stories of what God has done throughout 2020, right after this quick reminder. Your mobile phone is with you everywhere you go. And now we are too. We are excited to let you know that we have released our new church app. Our mobile app is loaded with the greatest resources to help you better connect with the church and ultimately with God. You can look up scriptures or listen to the Bible. We have a secure note-taking journal. You can look at all of our social media and you can even give inside of the app. There are so many features that will help you stay up to date with everything we are doing here at the church. The beautiful part is that it's all in one simple place. Download it today in the iTunes or Android store and see how easy it is to stay connected. So we thought this year was going to be a banner year for our family. We were on New Frontier of a New Career for Kyle. We had a new baby coming. We just couldn't wait to see what the Lord was going to do. However, that's not how the year turned out. Instead, we learned how to depend on the Lord and, and see that this year is going to be marked by Him and His goodness working every day. Yeah, and so even though we've been in this figurative wilderness season, just like Israel in the desert, you know, we've had to learn how to depend on the Lord day by day, just like they followed the Lord with a pillar of cloud and fire, and he's led them. We're, we're learning to depend on the Lord daily and really just receive blessings from him each and every day. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey, everyone. I am here with Keisha. 
today and I'm so excited to have her with me. We're here to share a little bit of your story. Um, Keisha is a super familiar face to most of us within the CH community, but um, in case you don't know her, she is a leader in so many different areas of the church. We would take up all the interview time <laughs> listing them, but I'll just say Keisha's an amazing leader in our community and um, been with us for how many years? Oh my nine I think I think so like coming up <laughs> on a decade so uh, thank you so much for joining us we just recapped a whole bunch of uh, things that God has spoken to us this year and we're excited to hear from you a little bit about what's happened for you in 2020 um, I'll just start out with by asking you this question what did God teach you in 2020 right what did he not teach me is the question <laughs> um, I think for me particularly 2020 the biggest lesson that I've learned in the relationship that I've grown in with God is that he remains faithful mm -hmm. um, and the staying power. I think there's a song for me that has continued to resonate over this season and it's Maverick City, um, The Story I'll Tell. And I love the song so much because it's the reminder that no matter what we go through and the trials that we face, there's a story that we get to tell about the faithfulness of God, the story that we get to tell that he walks with us through mm -hmm. the storms, the story that we get to tell that he walks with us in the moments that are high as well. And so this year, I think like many others, it started joyfully thinking about a new year, excited about all the opportunity that was ahead, thinking about big vision for me particularly was financial um, stability and peace. I've been taking Financial Peace University with our citizen groups wow. and just really seeing God um, stretch me mm -hmm. and grow me in the discipline of being a good steward of what he's given me. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> what encouragement would you give others who are waiting on that breakthrough or waiting on the miracle that they're believing God for yeah. or that answer to prayer, you know, because sometimes it's encouraging to hear other people's stories, but it also can feel sometimes because let's face it, 2020 has been a hard year. <laughs> um, we're talking a lot about faith, like yeah. particularly today, we're looking into a faith perspective um, and, and, and talking about the unexpected blessings of what has the reality is it's been tough. Yeah, yeah. The reality is there's been a lot of isolation. There's been a lot of fear. There's a lot been a lot of pain, and and we don't the the faith filter does not discount the reality right. of that. It just chooses to see God in the midst of it. Right. And that's an important distinction. So we want to bring encouragement to yeah. people who are still like waiting yeah. for God to come through in their in their moment of need or in their area of 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 lack of right. seeming lack right and so what would you say yeah. to, to those people <laughs> i think the 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 lesson for me might not have even started in 2020 yeah. but started before and i'm able to see the blessing of patient endurance and that walk of faith even in the midst mm -hmm. of knowing or not knowing and just believing that there will be a moment. Um, mm -hmm. I have been walking out a season um, that has been a little bit stressful and a little bit hard and challenging and seeking God to be able to see opportunity for myself that was mm -hmm. walking in the purpose and um, the plan that he had for me and specifically in my career. And years of prayer and just believing for something to change, some opportunity to open up, um, whether it was inside of me or around the environment that I was in. And 
it's been a hard walk. I think I've walked out the last couple of years of seeking God or believing mm -hmm. that like, this is gonna be the year. <laughs> and yeah. then another year comes and we're still in the same situation and there's right. nothing that has changed. Um, and so I think even this season, 2020 particularly, has been like a micro of my macro experience. Mm -hmm. And again, he is faithful. And as I think the piece for me is, I could imagine like continuing to pray and continuing mm -hmm. to say, God, this is my prayer. Are you going right. to answer? Are you hearing? And he does. And so I'm excited to share that um, starting in the new year, I have a new job. <laughs> um, I will be able to start to see, I mean, even the job itself and all of those pieces of coming together, just like it was nothing but God. Um, wow. The quickness of it, being able to just, the position itself, like sharing the position description with people. My friends were like, did you write this? And I was like, no, <laughs> but I wish I did, right? right? So right. it's one of those things that just, I think, reminding God and, and reminding yourself that it God desires you to continue to ask, that yeah. there's nothing too big, there's nothing too small for him to take care of. And even, I'm speaking to myself more, but even when it feels like you're repeating the same prayer, mm -hmm. it's a part of how it grows your faith. And, right. you know, this season could have been a season where with everything going on around, feeling doubt creep in, like I'm mm -hmm. never gonna get the job that I want right. or never going to see this opportunity come forward. And to know that, you know, before the end of this year, mm -hmm. one of the biggest prayers that I've been holding for the last three years three has years, come right. to fruition. Wow. And to be able to say that like, it's been, a journey mm -hmm. um, and things that I've learned are walk it out with integrity, mm -hmm. walk it out with grace and know mm -hmm. and trust that like it might not be our timing, but it will be his. And right. so that's the part that I think for me is that continue that story will tell. Like there were hard roads, right. there were storms, there was the rockiness of the boat, but yeah. we're on the other side and I haven't even seen how much further he's going to take me. So right. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. And, and as somebody who's close to you, I have watched your life over the last three years and seen in the face of disappointment how you have, nobody would have known right. if they hadn't <laughs> known the intricacies of your life. They wouldn't have known by your attitude, by your worship, by your generosity with you know, joy, really, <laughs> in the midst of all of the different things, all of the closed doors. Yeah over that past three years. Um, and I would say even too, I love something you said earlier in your answer about realizing that even though you're not seeing what you desire outside of, of you, like come to fruition, right. that God was doing something inside yeah. of you. Yeah. And it's the internal transformation that in expanding your capacity mm -hmm. to trust him. And right. I would say that has been so incredible to watch over the last few years, but specifically in 2020, in the midst of all the added mm -hmm. unknowns and all the added things that would almost build a bigger case to say, okay, if it wasn't last year, why would it be 2020? <laughs> right. Isn't it just amazing how God is really fulfilling that promise that he's going to bring, you know, prosperity in the middle of a pandemic. Right. He's going to move his people forward who are, you know, who are um, seeking him and yeah. walking 
in those in those steps of obedience and and faith and it's so exciting yeah. to see and we're so excited <laughs> for you so excited to hear what you have to say i know that um this has not been an easy road either right, you right. know and it's easy to sit down and have this moment and people you know looking in can watch and say wow that that's amazing but it was a lot right. of tears yep. it was a lot of, a lot of years a lot of tears and like you said it might not be your timing but it will be god's timing right. just learning to trust right is powerful that's yeah. a powerful message not always what we want to hear <laughs> but it is the true like keep sticking to the <laughs> basics of knowing god yeah is trust him the character gets fortified yes, and it's for it's not always for the season that you're walking in and that was the thing like even in the midst of the walk mm -hmm. i knew it wasn't for that particular season yeah. but it was for what comes after right and i think that's a part of like what continues to hold me mm -hmm. firm is knowing that the seasons that we're in they are happening all around us mm -hmm. and sometimes within us but there's something that's being fortified and yeah. we might not be able to name it in that moment, but for the next season or for the next step that he has for us, we'll be able to name it right. and, and know that's yeah. why. Right. Yeah. And so I, I think there's still a lot that I don't yet know of right. why the walk and why that yes. particular journey. Um, but I know that if it wasn't for the faith that was being yeah. built and fortified in the last three years, I wouldn't probably be able to stand firmly in all that 2020 brought in general around me. Right. So every season yeah. is preparation for the next. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> amazing. Wow. Well, thank you for coming and talking to me <laughs> and talking to the people. We love you so much and we're so excited for, for what's next. Um, so I hope you're encouraged today by Keisha's story and church will be right back after this. 2020 has been a year of ups and downs for our family, um, but through it all, we've managed to um, hold on to our faith and be disciplined with our walk with God. Um, we are, we've been blessed and God has blessed us with a little miracle on the way, a baby boy in 2021. Um, we're also super thankful for God on being intentional when he gives you things in life, especially us being diagnosed with COVID at the beginning of our pregnancy, we were very nervous and the, the growth of the baby was, was not affected. So we're very thankful and our faith has grown extremely because of this. And if you look closely in your life, you're, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be able to see God's hands in there. So um, from our family to yours, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Sing from rising sun, from rising sun to kingdom come. Your faithful love is unfailing. The shadows turn and tempests so you, oh God, unchanging.
I'm here with Pastor Josh Steele, who's one of the pastoral team members and an officer on our board of directors. And I'm here with Pastor Wendy McAllister, the director of finance here at Citizen Heights. 
And right now is a great time to prepare your tithes and offerings. You can see four easy ways to give on the screen right now. Let's go ahead and give our last offering of 2020. And as you do, we want to celebrate with you and share with you a few of the highlights of the amazing things that God did this year through our generosity. That song that we just sang, Faithfulness, is such a great summation of who God has shown himself to be to us in 2020. That's right, church. Let's start with celebrating the thing that truly matters the most and that's salvations. This year, we had 182 salvations, and that's just what we were able to record. That's 182 lives changed by the love of Jesus, 182 families experiencing the community here at Citizen Heights. All of heaven is rejoicing with us. It would be worth it for just one life, right? Just one, but we should celebrate. It's amazing, praise God. This year, as you've heard us say, we as a church did not get put on hold. If anything, we focused our efforts to be more intentional and more generous. Through the Heights Foundation this year, we worked with the organizations that are making a big difference. Just to list a few, we partnered with DC 127 to help support their foster care program. We also partnered with Convoy of Hope in feeding disaster relief a bigger way than we ever did before. Not only did we donate finances to support the food relief this year, we also had our biggest serve event to date. We had 60 plus volunteers to help us serve 700 plus families and provide 1,500 plus meals to those in need right here in the DMV. That's huge, that's huge. This year we also added a partnership with a ministry called Identity. Through Identity, we were able to provide critical support for their efforts with at-risk youth within the immigrant community here in the DC area. Another organization we partnered with this year is called Little Lights. Because of your generosity, church, we provided iPads, wireless access, and essential supplies awesome. to families and children in need in our local area. The next highlight is something we added in 2020, our Heights Foundation Ministry Scholarship. We provided ministry scholarships for college students pursuing an education in ministry, really investing into the future. And we were also able to provide nearly $25,000 to help A21, Because We Can, Vision Love, Preemptive Love, and Refugee Support. You can find out more about all of these organizations on our Heights Foundation's page on our website or our app. It's amazing to talk about all we were able to accomplish this year because of the generosity of our community here at Citizen Heights. We were even able to provide masks and meals for many essential personnel in our areas as a small way of saying, hey, thank you for all you do, for all the big things and the little things they did to help keep us safe. That's right. And this year, God provided in really unexpected ways. Pastor Michael shared a vision for acquiring a new Virginia campus. So we started praying and believing that God would provide us a home of our own. There was a building that we had our eye on and we had, that had been up for sale for nearly $6 million. Throughout 2020, God began to work. There were many miracles needed, but God started to open big doors. The last mountain was raising the down payment. So we started our Engage initiative and many, many people gave. Yes, they did. And look what God did. You know what? We officially signed documents and closed on our new Dulles campus. This means that we are the proud owners of 25350 Poland Road, Chantilly, Virginia, a turnkey campus and daycare that will serve as a ministry epicenter. You know, this in itself would be enough to celebrate on its own because we know so many lives are going to be changed through this new campus. And that means we really want to express our gratitude for your generosity as a church, and especially our legacy team. Our legacy team are people in our church who've taken the weight of vision and resources to a whole nother level, who are called and equipped to help finance vision and kingdom initiatives. 
Their generosity goes over and above the tithe to close the gap between our vision and our resources. So all of us together, our giving in 2020 will impact eternity for generations to come to truly leave a legacy. Thank you to each and every one of you who have sown into God's house this year. I'm so excited to see the, all that God does through this new campus. And speaking of new, we explored a lot of new avenues this year. When we all went into quarantine, it meant we needed a big upgrade to our online campus, CH Live. Not only did we improve our sound and video and lighting for CH Live, but we expanded our reach through multiple platforms. We're now live on Citizen Heights website, the Citizen Heights app, Facebook Live, and YouTube Live. We've not just expanded our where we do church, but also our how. Our team has grown in production and excellence all along the way. And along with CH Live, we implemented something we call Church On Demand. It's a library of church experiences that you can watch at your convenience anytime on our website or app. In all, we averaged 970 viewers each weekend, and we were able to effectively reach people all over the world 24-7 with Church On Demand. That's amazing. We truly could go on about what God has done this year in our church community and through your generosity. We're so glad we could share a few highlights with you. And we want again to say a big thank you to you church for saying yes to Jesus. Thank you for giving. Thank you for serving. You know, there's no greater church on the planet than Citizen Heights. Well, that's it for me and Pastor Wendy, but we want to throw it over to Pastor Michael and Pastor Heather and their boys way over there. Take it away. Thank you, Pastor Josh and Pastor Wendy. Wow, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. God has done a lot in 2020, the unexpected blessings. So let's end this year of unexpected blessings on a personal note. For Heather and I, I know for us, we've had the unexpected blessing of extra time with these four stallions that you see here uh, with us right now. So boys, I wanted to ask, what was something you learned or that God gave you a new appreciation for or that happened in 2020? Yeah, so for me, um, I didn't have to take the SAT to apply for colleges this year, which is <laughs> great. It's true. Amazing. It's true. He's yes. been saying for years he doesn't want to study for the SAT, and for years right. we've been saying everybody has to do it, son, and of course <laughs> he doesn't have to That's do right. it. Anybody else? Yeah, so in this year, um, with COVID happening and everything going online, I decided to go to Bible College in Arizona at uh, Hillsong College, and that's kind of given me a new direction and a new path, and I'm very grateful um, for that. That's a good experience. And That's good. For me, um, this year has really showed how friendship matters because I haven't been able to see my friends as much. Mm, it's true. Yep, it's a good thing you got such a great family. That's <laughs> <hanging out> with <laughs> Doing fifth grade math again, uh, unexpected blessing, sharing the same lunchroom with all these guys at home, uh, getting a new puppy. Yep. Uh, we didn't see a lot of that coming. Times that I think Heather and I, we're going to treasure. Yes for a long time to come when we're old and have an empty house. Uh, the blessings of life, the blessings of your friendships, we're grateful for a season of slowing uh, the speed and the rhythm and the pace of life, extra time with family, uh, maybe your job, maybe your health, maybe a deeper prayer life, maybe a deeper devotional life, maybe just deeper roots in God. We're going to end where we started. There's a sound in the valley. It's the sound of God pronouncing life, resurrection power, reversal and revival of dead dreams, dried hopes, because God is speaking. Yeah. And what he's saying is, come alive, come alive, awake, arise, assemble. So let's sing it together, just like we started 2020. Come on, Carlos, go ahead and lead us out in this new year that we're heading into in faith. We see. 